Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So if you had any doubts that fake book was fully in the tank for the left, fully in the tank, not just a little in the tank, a tank half full or a quarter full, but fully in the tank, filled to the brim, one more drop of gas and you'll spill it anywhere. Project Veritas has a video of Mark Zuckerberg and the fake book leadership team that just came out. We'll show you portions of it at the beginning of the show where they're basically just outright saying like, yeah, man, we're in the tank for the Biden agenda. Fake book. Fake book. I've got that. And I want to discuss today something important, how you're watching a real-time realignment of political movements in the United States. You know, you see this generationally. You see political movements shift often, but you're seeing it right now in rapid time, how some of the stances, traditional, old-school, principled Democrats, you're like, they were principled Democrats? At one time, there may have been. How things they claim they stood for, tolerance, sticking up for the little guy, equality and all that stuff are now Republican issues. While the Democrats are all in for oligarchies, monopolies, big business, the parties have totally shifted. Don't miss it. Today's show about to be ExpressVPN. Ladies and gentlemen, you want big tech and government spying on you? I certainly don't. That's why I have a VPN. Get one. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. It's going to be a loaded show today. Um, I want to show you that, how the parties have shifted, how Republicans are turning on big tech, and also a very interesting article by the Washington Times about how Donald Trump, his political power is increasing, not decreasing, and how the Washington, D.C. media symbiote's getting this all wrong. All right, I got a loaded show today. Let's get to it. You don't have to give big tech... uh, you don't have to get big tech websites, excuse me, access to your data. Why would you? I choose, we choose to protect our online activity here by using ExpressVPN. You hear them at the beginning of every show. You ever wonder how free to access social media companies make all their money? <laughs> well, you're the product. They track your searches, video history, everything you click on, and then they sell that valuable data, your valuable data. When you use ExpressVPN, you anonymize much of your online presence by hiding your IP address, makes your activity difficult to trace and sell to advertisers. ExpressVPN encrypts 100% of your data to protect you from eavesdroppers on your network. Get those prying eyeballs out of there. And ExpressVPN, the app couldn't be easier to use. Just tap one button on your phone or computer and you're protected. It's that simple. Take back your online privacy today with the VPN I trust right here at expressvpn.com slash Bongino. By visiting my link, you'll get an extra three months of ExpressVPN service for free on a one-year package. Can't beat that. Again, that's expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Protect your data today. Don't wait. All right, let's go. Let's get right into it. So I promised you this video. Uh, this is Facebook, uh, an expose by James O'Keefe's group at Project Veritas, who I, I've said often, James O'Keefe is probably the most Feared man in America right now, if you were a diehard leftist or a big tech full-time liberal activist. Here is a brief portion of their latest video. You can check it out on the Project Veritas website, the full video. A Facebook insider came to them with some video of a Zuckerberg, I guess, uh, what, company Zoom call, whatever it may be, just basically admitting right now, they're not even (laughs) hiding it anymore, that they're in the tank for the Biden agenda. They're not even pretending to be other than liberal activists anymore. Check this out. These were, were all important and positive steps, and um, I, I am looking forward uh, to, to opportunities where Facebook is going to be able to work together uh, with this new administration um, on some of their top priorities, starting uh, with the COVID response. There you go. Now, I addressed in the opening portion of the show, we were going to talk about how the political spheres that where once the domains of Democrats and Republicans are now switching entirely. The Democrats once alleged when they were a semi-serious party, and that's rare, but when they were a semi-serious party decades ago, or tried to be, they once alleged they were in it for things like tolerance, equality, the little guy. We're in it for the union worker. Really? Because the union workers were complaining last week that their Keystone by, uh, pipeline jobs were wiped out overnight when the guy they supported, Joe Biden, came in and declared the Keystone pipeline was going to be dead on arrival. I thought they were in it for the little guy. You're watching a real-time political realignment. And I'm going to address tomorrow a Victor Davis Hanson article. I don't have enough time today because it's deep. 
And it addresses something I've discussed in the past, this book, Revolt Against the Masses by Fred Siegel. They make similar assertions in both the article and the book. That's important. But sometimes we tend to overthink this. And why are you seeing this political realignment? To be clear, the Republican Party, conservatives and libertarians now being fully in support of an agenda the Democrats claimed they were in support of decades ago. You know, again, tolerance, equality, fighting for small business, the little guy. Those are things we support now. They've entirely abandoned. Why is that happening? Well, because Democrats have now given up any premise that they can win through procedures, elections, things like that, the courts. They don't want that anymore. Democrats are now will support anything outside of process and procedure, anything or anyone that gets them to their end game, absolute power. I wrote some of these things out. They'll support cartels, monopolies, the militarization of the capital, uh, active, full-blown, full-frontal racism where they actively discriminate against people who are white because they're white. They'll support all. They've given up on process. And Republicans have started to figure it out that the system they once backed that they thought would, to be fair, would give everybody's in pursuit of power somehow. I'm not suggesting it's always for malicious intent, but good Republicans. Sorry, people calling me during the show. Good Republicans assume they could get power by supporting principled ideas. Well, let's just support capitalism, free markets. Yes, free markets are a good thing, but not everyone who benefits from free markets was in it for pure reasons. In other words, we're starting to understand that big business has abandoned us a long time ago and Republicans are objecting to what they see as a rigged system. Paul, does this make sense? Are you sure? I need my audience on Buzzman. Democrats are in a full-blown search for power. They realize that supporting the little guy, unions, and pretending they're in it for this fight, this champion of, of the black and Hispanic community, they're starting to realize that actively supporting policies that would do that and support those people aren't getting them power. They're not doing it. They're labels. The, so what are, they've given it up. They're now in it for monopolies, cartels, militarization of the capital, whatever they can do. Republicans are now figuring out the exact opposite that they thought they had allies in business and elsewhere. And those allies aren't there. Let's get to it. What do I mean? The system is rigged and Republicans and conservatives are figuring it out right now. Let's go to this Daily Caller article first. It's an important one. You'll see it at the show notes and I, uh, you'll see it at the show notes. I encourage you to read it. You can access my show notes and I strongly encourage you to do it. Please, I need to be able to communicate with you on my email list directly. Go to bongino.com slash newsletter. It's an important article here. Daily Caller, corporations that support the $15 an hour minimum wage can afford it. Here's who can't. Thomas Catanacci. The minimum wage. Ladies and gentlemen, conservatives and libertarians and good Republicans for years have understood that there isn't a, there's probably not, I don't want to say, there's, there's not a serious economist out there. Serious, I'm not talking about the clowns who won't acknowledge that raising the minimum wage would impose costs on a company, correct? It's just tautological, right? If you're paying your employees $7 an hour and that's the value they add to a company and then you demand you pay them $15 an hour, more than double, it's going to impose costs on the company. Does anybody dispute that? Joe, do you dispute that? It's a no from Joe, a no from... So nobody seriously disputes that. If you're at a lemonade stand and you're running a lemonade stand, you have two employees. Those two employees make you $10 an hour. And hiring a third employee enables you to serve more lemonade and make $12 per hour. Then each hour, that employee is worth $2 per hour. They're not worth more because the government said they're worth more. That's an example using small numbers because there are liberals listening. So if we understand that the economics of government mandated wages don't work, why are people supporting them if they're going to hurt small businesses? Because Democrats don't give a damn about small businesses. The system is rigged. Big businesses donate to Democrats. Democrats want power. They realize supporting small businesses through uh, free market wages rather than government enforced wages was not getting them to power. So they've abandoned that completely. Now they support a minimum wage with their big business buddies. That'll crush small businesses, benefit big businesses who will then give Democrats more money. They'll get power and give the big middle finger to the little guy from the Daily Caller piece. Amazon, trillion dollar company, right? Amazon, okay. again, a company we 
Republicans, you know, a decade ago or maybe before the Trump era, probably would have said, hey, it's a free market company. Let them do their thing. Now we're starting to change our minds. Why? Because we realize they want the rig system too. from the piece. Quote, Amazon went further in 2018, pledging to actively lobby Congress to increase the minimum wage while increasing its own company-wide minimum wage to $15 an hour. Senior Vice President of Amazon Global Corporate Affairs, Jay Carney. Jay Carney. Who's Jay Carney? Paul, you remember Jay Carney? Jay Carney, who was the White House press secretary under Obama, reiterated that the company's view on an increased minimum wage, he reiterated it in a blog post. He said, during the last congressional session, Amazon advocated for the previous version of the Raise the Wage Act, which passed in the House but stalled in the Senate, Carney wrote. We will continue our advocacy this Congress. You get it? You get it how Republicans' reflexive support for business in the past is now turning out to be a catastrophic error? How the political, the the spheres are now entire, they're not overlapping. They're entirely swapping. Democrats and in then in the past, we're big business is evil. Capitalism's terrible. Really? Because now Democrats are fully in the tank with big business, who then goes and hires former Obama people, Amazon, to influence people in D.C., Amazon, to get a minimum wage enacted because Amazon doesn't really care. Amazon's a big business that has the money to spare to do it. And how does this benefit Amazon if a minimum wage, a $15 an hour minimum wage, which will crush small businesses in America? There's no serious question about that. Only dopes believe otherwise. How does it benefit Amazon? Think, 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 think it through. Think it through. Not this, this. Something different. Some of you know. How does that benefit Amazon? Well, Amazon has competitors. Small businesses where Amazon can just replicate their products themselves and make an in-house version of it. Wouldn't it be great if it, all of these small businesses were put out of business and Amazon could just incorporate all their products into the Amazon store and sell an Amazon version of it? Oh, that would be great, wouldn't it? Republicans are figuring out now that the system is rigged and that our reflexive support in the past for business in general may have been a catastrophic mistake. As business turns around and supports policies that will destroy everyone except the business that's supporting the policy. And then you go and you hire D.C. people who leave liberal administrations like Carney, who have lifetime jobs, uh, it's, who go back and then lobby and write blog posts about policies that will harm the American economy, a hike in the minimum wage. There's no serious question about that. I want to be crystal clear. The body of economic research on minimum wage is substantial. It is it it's it's idiocy to claim otherwise that demanding small businesses double what their biggest expense human resources double the uh, spending on human resources from seven dollars to fifteen dollars in many cases will not harm their business is pure mathematical idiocy. So if it's going to harm businesses and small businesses, why are Democrats supporting it? Because again, it helps them obtain power. It helps their big business buddies, Amazon, crush their competitors. It helps them get jobs with Amazon when they leave. It helps Amazon, again, crush their uh, grow by crushing any kind of competition whatsoever. And it helps the Democrats obtain power by not only getting jobs in Amazon and elsewhere, but by also getting huge big tech donations to Democrat candidates running for office, which helps them gain, them gain, them gain power. What a deal. What a deal. It's like a football game playing uphill for the liberty lovers and downhill for the Democrats and their big business buddies. You're watching a realignment in real time. Tell me again how this isn't an us versus them fight. Us. The great unwashed, I jokingly say. Standard working class, dirt under the fingernails, middle uh, middle class Americans who are working for a living, they don't get jobs at Amazon. They don't have the money to pay employees who generate eight bucks an hour, 15 bucks an hour. The employee hiring them generates $8 an hour. Why would you pay them 15? You'll go out of business. Because Amazon said so, and so did Jay Carney and the Democrats. Not only does big business, Amazon, not only do they want it rigged, The media wants the system rigged, too. You don't believe me? I'm going to play this cut of a morbidly obese coffee fetcher, balding middle-aged zero, 
um, who just is all in now for censorship. Again, uh, the spheres have totally swapped. They're not overlapping. Things the Republicans once stood for, stood for almost universally, support a business, are now semi in the Democrat camp as they support big business, as big business supports them with political donations, the Democrats. And things the Democrats claimed once to support, they never really supported, but claimed to support the little guy, union workers, the rank and file, deplorable class. Those were supposedly in the camp of the Democrats. Those are now Trump voters. Why? Because the system is clearly rigged. Now, Democrats in the media, again, years ago, used to support things like civil liberties, free speech, a free media. That's totally gone. The media is now fully in the tank for censorship, totalitarianism, authoritarianism, crushing any idea they don't agree with while simultaneously gaslighting the American public and lying to them themselves. You know, CNN, the network that promoted the hands up, don't shoot, uh, don't shoot story. False. The collusion hoax. False. You know that? You know that me, CNN. Well, here's the morbidly obese Brian Stelter on CNN. He wants the system rigged. He wants an opposing political viewpoint channel, Fox News, that does news but has opinion that disagrees with him. He wants it taken off the air while simultaneously claiming to be a representative of the media where you're supposed to be able to air opinions, even if unpopular, and air facts. He wants them taken off the air. Check out the morbidly obese Brian Stelter. It's as predictable as the sunrise. Democrats win elections and then Republicans say they are being silenced. But while some cry cancel culture, let me suggest a different way to think about this. A harm reduction model. Most people want clean air and blue skies and accurate news and rational views. And then in that healthy environment that looks beautiful, then we can have great fights about taxes and regulation and healthcare and all the rest. The vast majority of people can agree that disinformation about, let's say, the pandemic is unhealthy. It's harmful. So how can that harm be reduced? Well, big tech platforms say they are removing lies about vaccines and stamping out Stop the Steal BS and QAnon cult content. Now, do these private companies have too much power? Sure. Yeah, many people would say yes, of course they do. But reducing a liar's reach is not the same as censoring freedom of speech. Freedom of speech is different than freedom of reach. And algorithmic reach is part of the problem. So the morbidly obese Stelter... He, he says it's OK. Stelter, there's never been a man with lesser aptitude, achievement, life skills or anything relevant to speaking about the issues of the day to get a cable news show than Stelter. Stelter's dictating to the American public that, yes, you can talk about because I said so taxes and regulations and that stuff, but only after we eliminate our cable news competition. This is a representative of the media, a representative supposedly of the media who has a show hilariously titled <laughs> reliable sources. This is the same guy when he's addressing, boy, you know, we need to get Fox news off the air because of coronavirus hoaxes. What do you mean? Like the hoax that Andrew Cuomo didn't send coronavirus infected people into nursing homes, CNN who ran interference for that. You mean that you mean the CNN and another, other networks, another, other networks that, uh, that, that talk down about coronavirus treatments despite a meta-analysis showing some of them worked because Donald Trump mentioned them? You mean that network? Does the coffee boy at CNN really want to get into a full-blown analysis of factual versus hoax-based information on networks to determine who gets a newfound Ministry of Truth license to have a cable news network? Is he, are you sure he wants to do that? The coffee fetcher? You know, I, I put up a, a, a fake book post this weekend about Stelter, and some people were like, oh, Dan, you know, we should ignore this loser. No, we can't. Because dopey people like AOC and the coffee fetcher at CNN have been used by insane people throughout human history to enact a totalitarian, tyrannical agenda. They're known as useful idiots. They're idiots like Stelter and AOC and others, but they're used by irrational, insane people to enact a totalitarian agenda and to make sure a rigged system is codified. 
You can't ignore the useful idiots. They're tools. They've always been tools. So isn't it weird how now Republicans have completely taken over the tolerance, real tolerance. I mean like tolerance for people who disagree. There's, there's no one on Fox News I know calling for the deplatforming of CNN, right? Have you, you heard that? So we're the real tolerant party, right? It's the coffee fetcher that isn't just, that's just a fact, right? Isn't that weird how Republicans are the party of tolerance, yet the media wants you to believe Democrats are? Isn't it weird how Republicans are the party of media and press freedoms while the Democrats are fully in the tank for censorship? They're admitting it now. The coffee boy just said it. Isn't it weird how now Republicans are fighting against policies, a minimum wage that would crush small business in the little guy, why Democrats are actively advancing policies that are going to crush your small business, yet you probably believe if you're a liberal small business owner that Democrats are in this fight for you? (laughs) That's hilarious. It's a rigged system. Wake up. It's rigged against you. I'll say it again. While Republicans may not be the answers to all of your problems, I acknowledge that. The cause of all your problems. If you're the little guy, not the elites, big business reps, leftist media lunatics like Stelter. The Democrats are the cause of all of your problems. If you are the little guy. I'm going to show you some more rigging of a minute, how the system's totally rigged. Let me get to my second sponsor today. Tommy John. Tommy John's Valentine. (laughs) Valentine. Don't mess this up, uh, friends. Tommy John, their Valentine's Day do's and don'ts. Do look like a champion in her new Tommy John underwear. Don't forget to get her buttery soft Tommy John loungewear. It is buttery soft. I had him on this morning, right? Can you vouch for me there? Wait, yeah, I took him on the road with me. I don't take a lot. I travel light. If you ever see me in an airport, you know that's true, but I take my Tommy Johns everywhere. Why? Because when you're wearing Tommy John, you're that much more comfortable. You can do everything better. Everything. With dozens of comfort innovations. Once you've tried Tommy John underwear, you're never going back. (laughs) You like how I threw that in there? That's why Tommy John doesn't have customers. They have fanatics like me. I was wearing Tommy John way before they were a sponsor. I just want that on the record. Men across America love Tommy John underwear because they keep everything in place. You know what I mean? No more flopping or sticking to yourself. And your Valentine will love that they make you look so good. Pick up a pair for yourself. Give her some new Tommy John loungewear and pajamas. Valentine's success guaranteed because 95% of women were happy to get Tommy John loungewear as a gift. It's awesome. Paula wears it too and totally digs it. So do I. And there's no risk with Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear. It's free guarantee. Try Tommy uh, Tommy John today. And if you don't love them, they are free. For a limited time, go to TommyJohn.com slash Dan. Get that URL right. And you'll get $20 off site-wide, including limited edition Valentine's Day gift sets. Uh-huh. Go right now. Last year, they sold out in just five days. Get $20 off site-wide plus free shipping at TommyJohn.com slash Dan. That's TommyJohn.com slash Dan. See site for details. The system's rigged. The system's rigged. It's not a talking point. It's a fact. Big business is rigging the system for their buddies in the Democrat Party who go get big jobs with the same big business that impose party policies that impose costs on you, the regular great unwashed class in the United States. The media system's rigged. You have people openly calling for it now. Crush our competitors, Fox News. Yeah, but they were right about the biggest stories of the day and you were wrong. We don't care. We want them off the air. We want people forced to watch CNN every day. Can you imagine being forced to watch The Coffee Boy every day? I'd throw my TV out the window. I'd have to check if no one was down there first. Anyone around, right? I could probably get arrested for littering, but it'd be worth it to get rid of the coffee boy. But it's not just the media and big business that are rigging the system. That's a fact. And how good Republicans, conservatives, and Trump supporters are starting to figure this out. The bad Republicans don't give a damn. They're in the pocket of big business too. Sadly, it's a lot of them. (laughs) But it's almost all Democrats. The DOJ. The Department of Justice. Justice is blind. Paula, you think justice is blind? Joe, do you think justice is blind? I'm taking a little mini survey of the show today. Waiting your answer, Joe. Joe? Oh, yeah. Yeah, justice. Blind? Yeah, yeah okay. Well, I know. You just... <laughs> just... <laughs> just... <laughs> I'll explain next week, poor Joe, what's going on. 
I'm still, I, as a reason I can't, I'm not T. But now, uh, justice, yeah, justice is blind like this. Let me show you how justice is blind. Paul, you want a demo? Here's how justice in the United States is blind. Because the Democrats take, remember, the, they, they hated the police. Remember years ago? They were all again, you know, pigs in a blanket, fly them, fry them like bacon or something. Now, all of a sudden, they love the Department of Justice and the militarization of Washington. I thought they hated wars and, 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 and the big military government complex. I thought they hated that, the leftists, right? They told us that for years, didn't they? Didn't they? Yeah, they told us that for years, remember? The code pinkers and everything. Now, all of a sudden, we have a militarization of our capital with thousands of troops surrounding the capital. And Democrats love it. They also seem to love the Department of Justice, too. I thought they hated law enforcement and justice. Here's how justice is blind. My Sorry, my arthritic elbows don't work very well. If you want to watch the demonstration, it's very sophisticated on Rumble. Go to rumble.com slash Bongino. Don't worry. None of the system is rigged. Justice is blind like this. You may catch that. It's supposed to be blindfolded, but really one eye, as you can see with my left eye, is peeking around. So the one, the right eye, is blind. That right eye of justice is the one that looks towards Democrat, uh, liberal, and anti-Trump malfeasance. Anything you do to hurt Trump, or if you're a Democrat or a liberal, you can be relatively sure that there's a high probability you'll get off because justice is blind to Democrats and uh, the anti-Trump brigade. But when the Republicans, when they do something, the hammer of the law is to come down hard, as we saw with the troll guy who's figuring that out now. You don't believe me? Check out this piece in the show notes today. Again, Bongino.com slash newsletter. My newsletter is the show notes. Real clear investigations. Remember the FBI lawyer? who doctored the document from the CIA that said Carter Page was a source for them, changed it to was not a source, which means the opposite of was a source. Remember him, Kevin Kleinsmith? Well, Washington, D.C., as you can see in this real clear piece by Paul Sperry, fails to disbar the anti-Trump FBI lawyer despite his guilty plea. You thought the Bar Association wasn't rigged? You thought the Department of Justice was fair? So just to be clear, you're a troll meme maker making memes on Twitter. The full force of the Justice Department comes down on you. Yet burn down American cities, threaten police departments, be a member of Antifa and BLM, known terrorist groups in the United States alter a document from the CIA about a Trump campaign worker and his contacts with Russians. Nothing happens to you. You're not even disbarred. Do you remember what he did, Clement Kleinsmith? Let me just give you a quick update in case you forgot. And in case you're still one of these Democrats who thinks, no, 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 I'm in this for the little guy. I don't like law enforcement overreach. I don't like the idea that we're engaging in a bunch of foreign wars. Then you're not a Democrat. You're a Republican. We're the ones actually fighting for that. The Democrats are all in it for a rigged Department of Justice and a powerful Department of Justice that targets politicians. That's what they're all about now. This FBI lawyer, they were investigating the Trump campaign and they were doing it using Carter Page, who was at one time a foreign policy advisor to the Trump campaign. Carter Page had had contacts with Russians. The FBI, because they'd been hijacked by liberal interests, was desperate to associate the Trump team with the Russians to prove their collusion hoax, which was totally fake. They couldn't prove it because they had no evidence. So when Carter Page had contacts with Russians, some genius at the FBI was like, this is great. We finally got our PP hoax. It's real. The collusion hoax is real. One of Trump's foreign policy advisors had contacts with Russians. What was the problem with the story, though, folks? What was the problem? The problem was Carter Page's contacts with Russians was at the behest of our CIA, where he was a source. He was talking to Russians to get them nailed to the wall on espionage charges because we asked him to, our intelligence agency. So the allegations in this document that he's now uh, pled guilty to, the FBI lawyer, are that when they found out that these contacts were not only innocent contacts, but on behalf of our government, Carter Page's contact with the Russians, and they asked the CIA about it, they said, hey, CIA, was this guy a contact for you? And they said, oh, yeah, he was a source. 
The FBI lawyer altered the email to say he wasn't a source to make those contacts look nefarious. But yeah, yeah, tell me again how the system's not rigged. But Danny pled guilty. Yeah, he gets no jail time. Remember, George Papadopoulos went to jail. Mike Flynn was going to be sentenced to jail despite the Department of Justice dropping the case if he didn't get a pardon. No joke. He was probably going to, at some point, he's been totally bankrupted. Roger Stone, you get a, a SWAT team at his house in the morning. He's a Roger Stone. I don't even know how old Roger Stone is. I, I, last time I checked, he was not like a ninja. Remember Revenge of the Ninja? I'm pretty sure he was not the show Kasugi ninja character who was going to come out with the stars and the ninja swords. It's Roger Stone. But he gets a SWAT team. But you alter an email, you don't even get this Bart. Tell me again with a straight face how the system's not rigged, please. There's another one. Biden loves the rigged system. He's benefited from it. The MIG, the rigged media, big business, Democrat symbiote, academia, Hollywood. You could throw a whole bunch. It's remember, it's the elites versus us. That's what it is. It's not me trying to generate some fake class struggle. It's a real class struggle. If you're connected, you're in the in crowd, you're all set. If you're not, and you're one of the deplorables, you'll be a target the rest of your life. That's very real. So not only if you an FBI lawyer, you know, alters documents, you get off almost scot-free. No jail time, no nothing. You don't even get disbarred. If you're a member of the Biden crime family, the media will suppress the story right before the election about your son taking payoffs from the United States' worst foreign enemies, China and Russia. They'll suppress that story for you, which they did. Twitter worked on the liberal Democrats' behalf, just like fake book and others, like Mark Zuckerberg said in the beginning, they're all in for the Bidens. But not only that, the people who are investigating, investigating your, your son are put at a disadvantage because Joe Biden shows you the nerve on these people, how they don't even care. They give you the double-barreled middle finger every single day. People defending Hunter Biden in this case Lawyers, this is not a joke. People defending Hunter Biden against these charges that he sold the country out to China and Russia are now getting appointments in the Department of Justice that's supposed to be prosecuting the case. This is not funny. I'm not, this is not, this is me. Uh, you know, I, I laugh when I'm so deeply disturbed when they take blood from me because I'm afraid of taking blood. Yeah, don't let my six foot, 200 pound frame fool you. I am a big wuss. I don't like needles. I laugh because if not, I think I'll cry and humiliate myself. That's that laughter now. Watch this clip by Tucker Carlson in case you think I'm making any of this up. The lawyer defending Joe Biden's kid is now going to get an appointment in the Department of Justice that's supposed to be prosecuting him. Check this out. Who exactly is running the Justice Department? We've got some exclusive reporting on that tonight. In one of his very first acts as president, Joe Biden appointed, appointed someone called Nicholas McQuaid to run the DOJ's criminal division, the all-important criminal division. Turns out that's the same criminal division that's currently investigating Biden's son, Hunter. So who is this Nicholas McQuaid exactly? Well, this show can tell you that he is a former business partner of Hunter Biden's new criminal defense attorney, a man called Christopher Clark. Hunter Biden apparently hired Clark in December to help him with the federal investigation into his business dealings, the criminal investigation that DOJ is conducting. Both McQuaid and Clark were law partners together at Latham and Watkins. They worked on the same cases right up until McQuaid took the job at the Department of Justice. On January 21st of this year, the same day, Nicholas McQuaid was featured in Justice Department press release. Latham and Watkins filed a motion in court to withdraw McQuaid as an attorney he was working on with Christopher Clark. So that means Joe Biden put as the head of the criminal division, the partner of the guy his son had hired to defend him against the criminal division. Whoa. So precision matters. Let me be clear on this. I don't want to mess this up. The head of the criminal division in the Department of Justice will now be a guy who's partners with a lawyer who was defending Joe Biden's son in an FBI investigation where he may have sold out the country to China and Russia. Joe Biden, the current president's son. And the guy running the division is partners with the lawyer defending Joe Biden's son. Nah, it doesn't, doesn't sound like a rigged, rigged system. Where's the media on this story? 
showing you how the media is rigged too because of people like the coffee boy at CNN. Can you imagine if that was Donald Trump? Donald Trump Jr. was under investigation by the DOJ for taking a payoff from the Moscow mayor, a friend of Putin's wife. So he's under investigation. He has a lawyer. Donald Trump's lawyer is Joey Bag of Donuts. And Joey Bag of Donuts partner, Johnny Bag of Donuts, gets hired to run the criminal division of the DOJ. I'm sure the coffee boy at CNN who promoted the pee-pee hoax forever to the embarrassment of himself, his network, and his family elsewhere. I'm sure he'd cover that story, right? Oh, yeah, he would. He'd be all over it. It would be plastered on the Chiron at CNN 24 hours a day until somebody resigned or stepped down. But because it's Joe Biden doing it, nobody cares. But tell me again how the system's not rigged and how if you're a Democrat, you're in it for the little guy. You think the little guy gets those same courtesies? You think the little guy who gets arrested for opening up his business and find $100,000 like the Attila's gym guys in New Jersey, you think they get to a point to the uh, New Jersey State Department of Justice, whatever vehicles prosecuting them, the partner of the people who are their lawyers, you think they get to do that? No, why not? Because we're the smelly people, again. As a YouTube, uh, uh, whatever, commenter said at one point, the smellies. We're all the smellies. The elites, they get to do whatever they want. And they advertise it too. Check out this piece, it's just the news. Again, it'll be in the show notes today. I encourage you to read it. John Solomon's site, just the news. Joe Biden's brother touts his proximity to the new president and ad for a Florida law firm. This is not the first time a Biden family member has used their last name to advance business interests. I hate these. What if this was the Trump thing? But again, it shows you how we're not living by a by but by an equal set of standard unifying principles. The elites have one set of rules. The great unwashed us, the little people, have a separate set of rules, a totally separate and distinct set of rules. We get hurt by those rules. The rigged system benefits the elite bow tie wearing class. By the way, I shouldn't say, I really, I love bow ties. I don't like that, but bow ties are cool. I shouldn't like stigmatize them. Bow ties are cool. Nothing wrong with bow You get the point. Because there are people who actually go out there and work for a living and make bow ties. I'm talking about the fake bow tie wearing class that go and eat their foie. I said foie gras, by the way. Some lady sent me an email saying I said it wrong. I said foie gras. That's the way I said it. She said I said foie gras. Did I? I got to go check that. All right, let me get to my third sponsor. And I'm going to get back to this, how these unifying principles, the Democrats don't want unifying principles because you can't rig a system if the rules apply to everyone, right? Republicans are now totally taking over what used to be the Democrat messaging space. We're in it for the little guy, small business, tolerance, the fight for equality. That's our thing now. Real equality, not Democrats, fake equality, equity, they call it now. And the Democrats are now in for a rigged system. If you have a unifying set of rules, you can't rig the system. That's the point. That's why they don't want unifying principles and they don't want to talk about it. That's why the media will turn on a dime when it's a story about Don Jr., but when it's a Hunter Biden story, they'll ignore it like it never happened because you can't have one set of rules. I'll get to that in a minute too. How when you flip the script on them and you expose this, they freak out right away. This next part of the story is genius, what someone did. They changed the name out like I just did from kind of a Trump story from a Democrat story to a Trump story and other Democrats freaked out when they thought it was about Trump <laughs> story's hilarious. Let me get to my third sponsor. Hey, just like I've been taking on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, Patriot Mobile is taking on the mobile provider swamp, and they have some exciting news to share. Check this out. Patriot Mobile just expanded their coverage, which will make it easy for even more Americans to dump their big name carriers who charge way too much and then donate money to leftists. I'm proud to partner with Patriot Mobile because they never sent a penny to the left. They're America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. Plus, you can switch with confidence because they use the same network as the larger providers, but they charge less. There's nothing to lose. Switching is easy. Keep your phone number. Bring your own phone. Buy a new phone. Build your own bundle with multi-line discounts and save even more. How do you do this? How do you get this great deal and get away from the big mobile leftists? You go to patriotmobile.com slash Dan, or you can call their U.S.-based customer service team at 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Veterans and first responders save even more. This month, get free premier activation 
where they set up the phone for you and a special gift using offer code Dan, my first name, D-A-N. Don't forget the deal. Go to patriotmobile.com slash Dan, patriotmobile.com slash Dan, or call 972-PATRIOT today. Fight the good fight with Patriot Mobile. All right. Now, because these political tectonic plates are shifting, and because we have now stolen the Democrats' message completely, which bothers them, because they've been lying to people forever. We're in it for the little guy, we're in it for the middle class. They have to avoid at all costs any sense of a principled argument. That's why every time we call something out, they say, well, that's what aboutism. Well, I want to show you a series of tweets here from a uh, Twitter account called Cuomo Watch. Of course, eponymously named. After, well, not a it's not Andrew Cuomo, someone else is running it. Named after the dreadful governor of New York, responsible for the deaths of multiple people in nursing homes because he was too stupid to not figure out that sending people infected with coronavirus into nursing homes with older folks who may be sick was a bad idea. So this Twitter account at Cuomo Watch put up this quote. This is troubling. Like, no one should say this. Quote, if you see anybody from the Cuomo administration in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd and you push back on them and you tell them they're not welcome anymore, anywhere. It's attributed to Maxine Cuomo watch. Well, when that tweet went out, dreadful, right? We don't call for violence on people in the Cuomo administration, God forbid. So why did this Twitter account do that? Well, they didn't. You guys get the joke? It was Maxine Waters, liberal Democrat, who said that about the Trump administration. All this Twitter account did is swap Trump for Cuomo. Let's watch what happened. These Democrats in the New York state, uh, the New York state government were too stupid to figure out that was a Maxine Waters quote. It says Maxine Cuomo watch on the tweet. So a guy by the name of Carl Heasty, not that bright, says, my gosh, this is appalling and dangerous. Encouraging violence must never be tolerated. Shame on whoever is behind this kind of garbage. Yeah, we agree. It was Maxine Waters. But because he put, get out and confront the Cuomo administration in there, when the original quote was get out and confront the Trump administration, now all of a sudden they're upset. But when Maxine Waters said it, the Democrats weren't upset at all. They ran cover for it. Notice how when you, unifying principles, when you swap Trump for Cuomo, the Democrats are upset. But as long as someone's encouraging violence against the Trump administration, all of a sudden, they don't, they run cover for them. No, no, that's okay. Wait, I thought we were against violence. Republicans are. We've been the anti-violence dialogue party forever. No, no, the Democrats say they're in it for the little guy. No, no, that's, 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 that's us. That's us. The Democrats don't care about violence as long as it's a recommendation of violence against the Trump team. Here's some more blue checkmark Democrats who were very upset about this quote, apparently not realizing it was a liberal Democrat who said it. Here's a Jeffrey Dinowitz. What's wrong with you? Threatening violence against duly elected representatives of the people of New York is fascism. The hatred unleashed by Trump and his gang of thugs continues to reverberate throughout the country. Enough is enough. Fascinating. Jeffrey Dinowitz didn't say that when the actual quote by Maxine Waters was recommending violence against the Trump team. He only cared when they swapped out Trump for Cuomo, showing you again what? That these people don't have any principles at all. Here's another one. Last one. Here's a Debbie Ross. Really? Did we not learn anything from the Capitol insurrection? We must condemn violence and harassment in any form. Stop the violence. Mob mentality. Hashtag. Again, she said nothing when Maxine Waters actually said that quote. She only appeared to care when it was a fake, thank God, tweet for violence and confrontation against Cuomo team members, which we've always condemned. But again, not Democrats. Calls for violence and incitement for them. As long as it's calls for incitement, violence, and confrontation against Republicans are a-okay. They're only concerned when you swap the names out. The GOP's figuring this out, folks, though. Republicans are starting to figure it out. 
starting. Again, there's a lot of bad Republicans out there. We still have the Adam Kinzingers in the world who pretend to be principled and are really big frauds. But they're starting to figure out that our unrequited love affair with capitalism and free markets, the principle's a good thing as long as the companies we support abide by those very same principles. But most of them in the big tech space sadly don't, and we're starting to figure this out. Check out this article by Breitbart. Again, you'll see it up in the show notes. By James Pinkerton. A bad romance. How Republicans fell out of love with big tech. I want you to see this poll because I I, I want to, you know, I don't want to be Debbie Downer or Danny Downer all the time with these shows where, you know, this is bad, this is bad, this is bad. I, I've tried to tell you over the course of the last few weeks, despite the fact that it's been a bad couple months and ladies and gentlemen, in my personal life, it's been a thousand times worse. Hope. There were people who were, you know, locked up in prisoner, war camp, prisoner of war camps who've had it 10,000 times worse than us. And I, I know personally quite a few of them. A couple of them lived in Maryland when I ran for office. I'm not going to say their names because I don't want the, you know people to attack them and their houses to burn down because they dared talk to a conservative at one point. But you know, when you talk to them, they tell you the one thing that got them through it. I mean, the most disastrous of disastrous situations, being in a foreign prison with an enemy of the United States where torture was commonplace. The one thing was hope. There's always hope. Remember what I told you, that famous quote, an enemy is not vanquished until he considers himself so. No matter how bad you think it's gotten on your end, you are not defeated until you consider yourself so. As long as there is a shred of fight left in you, that fight is still there. They want you demoralized. Don't be. We're going to turn this corner eventually. Maybe not tomorrow, maybe not next week. But Republicans are waking up, the good ones. The bad ones are sellouts. Forget them. We got to get rid of them primary. From the Breitbart piece, look, this partisan split, Republicans being tougher on tech than Democrats, is further visible on the issue of remedies. 61% of Republicans now want to break up big tech, that is, apply antitrust laws, compared to 55% of Democrats. Wait, I thought that was the Sherman Antitrust Act, the Clayton Act antitrust and anti-monopoly laws. That was typically the realm of Democrats, right? Democrats told us forever for decades they were in it for the little guy. Didn't they tell you? Monopolies were bad. Those are the big guys. I'm in it for the little guy, the small business. Really? Because more Republicans now support breaking up big tech monopolies that are unquestionably monopolies than Democrats do. So maybe what the media has been telling you forever to make you believe and gaslighting you that Democrats are in it for the little guy is bull stuff. It's the GOP that knows the good ones that understand the system is rigged. It's the GOP that understands that Facebook and Twitter have rigged the system. Oh, no, Dan, they're free market companies. You can always start your own Facebook and Twitter. <laughs> we tried that in Parler, remember? And they tried to, well, they didn't try. They successfully wiped this off the internet. The website will be back. But yeah, I, I thought that well, I, I thought that you know, free market, right? Free markets, you can just start your own. No, you can't because the system is rigged and Republicans know it. So now we're going to use that system, monopoly laws, to break these companies up that have rigged the system. Apple has a total monopoly on its app store. Apple doesn't like your app. They can wipe you off the face of the earth on their devices, which dominates the very definition of a monopoly. I thought the left was against monopolies. No, no, no. The left is into power. And when monopolies, cartels, militarization, weaponizing the Department of Justice, when those things help the Democrats get power, they are absolutely in love with the things they claim they tell you they hate. It's the biggest scam I have ever seen. You know what, let me, let me get to my last sponsor and I'll show you another story here. How, again, there's no unifying principles here at all because the system is rigged. The idea of one set of rules for everybody means you can't rig the system. The Democrats don't want that. They want their rules, meaning no rules, and rules that apply to you that they can weaponize to put you in jail and bankrupt you. That's why they're so afraid. If that's what aboutism, you're damn right it is. What about the rules? Oh, you don't, the rules don't apply to you? Maxine Waters can call for violence against the Trump team, but the minute we change that out to Cuomo, all of a sudden it's a big deal? I thought we had one set of rules. <laughs> Silly me. Our final sponsor today, LifeLock. 
And by the way, on the other side of this, I'm going to show you again how the rules do not apply to There are no set of rules. Rules that only apply to one are not rules at all. Hey, scammers are using news of the second stimulus to steal Americans' personal information. Some common scams include offers to get your payment faster, fake checks, or unsolicited messages by someone claiming to be from the IRS. Be very careful of this stuff. Links with these emails or text messages could be dangerous malware or phishing scams. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. Every day we put our information at risk on the internet. In an instant, cyber criminals could take what's yours, your savings, credit, and your reputation. This happened to me. My identity was stolen. It was a disaster. It took me about a year to clean it up. I have LifeLock. I had LifeLock again before they were a sponsor. I have it for myself. I have it for my wife. I have it for my kids. I have it for my mother-in-law. Good thing there is LifeLock out there. They detect a wide range of identity threats, like your social security number for sale on the dark web. If they detect your information has been compromised, they'll send you an alert. You have access to a dedicated restoration specialist if you become a victim. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But you can keep what's yours. Keep it safe with LifeLock Identity Theft Protection. Join now. Save up to 25% of your first year. It's a big savings. Here's how you get this deal. Don't forget the URL. Go to LifeLock.com slash Bongino. That's LifeLock.com slash Bongino. Get 25% off. Do it today. Don't go through what I went through. Seriously, it was a nightmare. A total disaster. I had to cancel a bunch of credit cards. I could have lifelock.com slash Bongito, 25% off today. All right. So again, the Democrats' greatest fear are rules and things like the Bill of Rights and the Constitution, which are essentially rules we all have to live by. Because you can't rig a system if everybody has to live by the rules. So the Democrats will ally with monopolies, big business, militarization, the Department of Justice, whatever they need to do to align with their buddies, to crush the opposition and get the rules only apply to them, they'll do. And that's why they love Amazon. Just the news, Amazon's still committed to hosting Twitter, even as Twitter leaves up incendiary content. Wait, wait, I thought Parler was removed from Amazon Web Services because of what they cited as incendiary content. So Twitter has the same thing and Amazon's like, come on over, Twitter will host you. Why? Because there are no rules. Big business is in the tank for Democrats. Big business gives money to Democrats. Democrats then leave office and go to work for big business, which gives more money to Democrats, which promote policies that benefit big business. What a scam. Now, do you see why I'm trying to give you some sense of optimism as this American renaissance happens and the great unwashed us out there, the workers, the patriots, the liberty lovers, people who go to work every day and build this country, who drive the trucks, who build the houses, clean the floors, landscape the property, draw out the architectural plans for your homes, fly the planes, clean the planes, how they're all starting to wake up, how they're all starting to say, you know what? Trump was right. The system is rigged. This Biden guy's been in office a week. He said he hated executive orders and because he can't get anything passed through the legislative process, that's all he's doing is executive orders. I thought he hated executive orders. This Biden guy, he's been in office a week. His brother's on video promoting to a law firm. Hey, I'm, br- I'm brother with, with, uh, with Joe Biden, the president of the United States. <laughs> Wink it or not. Joe Biden, who has other brothers who were involved with his son, who were in shady deals with enemies of the United States, kicking back money allegedly to the big guy, Joe Biden, which is under investigation. But the investigation, which is really weird, one of the lawyers for Hunter Biden's buddy is now being appointed to oversee the department conducting the investigation. But yeah, 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 the system's not rigged at all. No. Now you see why this Washington Times headline matters so much. Read this article. This is a good one. I know I've said that about a few of the articles in the show today, but the show notes are important. It makes the show easier to follow even afterwards. Because we're limited in time, we can't read every article on the air. This is worth your time. Washington Times, Jennifer Harper, be in the show notes. Trump quietly, quote, getting stronger. Wait, wait, wait. We weren't told that. The elite class, you know, the coffee fetcher at CNN and others, the media people told us Trump is going. He's disgraced. He's disgraced. Paulie, you heard that, right? He's disgraced. It's over. Nobody likes Trump anymore. The movement's dead. MAGA's dead. All that, 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 forget it. Anyone who supported Trump is is gone. Forget it. It's over. That's what they told us, right? 
Well, it's interesting because a reporter, not a conservative reporter, by the way, went out to this rally in Wyoming against Matt Gates was running it. Uh, he is a MAGA guy. Uh, they had a rally against Liz Cheney, uh, you know, Republican who has come out vigorously against Donald Trump and the whole MAGA movement. That's not working out well for Liz Cheney, by the way. So a reporter went out there to cover this rally in Wyoming against Liz Cheney, and she found out some really interesting things. Here are some quotes from the people there. Well, this is from the reporter. She says, quote, I'm really happy I went out there and saw it. I think there's a huge disconnect right now between Washington and the rest of the country. <laughs> oh, gee, you think? You think? She says, and you know, Trump people don't want to hear anything against Trump. Actually, the more he stays out of the media, the more he becomes this martyr. This looming figure over the GOP, the reporter told MSNBC in the aftermath of her visit. Here's some of the comments she heard. Quote, a lot of people said they aren't really Republicans, that they're for Trump. That's it. And it's just, I think he's actually getting, I think the base is getting stronger. Truly, Miss Palmieri, the reporter advised. That's, wait, that's, that's not what the coffee fetcher told us. The media elites that want to censor these types of opinions, God forbid it got out on Fox News that Trump was getting stronger or somewhere else because it's actually happening. God forbid the truth got it because it's actually real. A reporter from the other side of the fence is acknowledging that what you've been told how Trump is disgraced, his political bank account is empty, is false. Stelter and the coffee fetcher crowd, they want to be sure you don't hear that. God forbid the momentum were to increase and Trump were to make the greatest comeback in American history in 2024. Republicans are getting it. They're realizing that a blind allegiance to their party and big business, because we had believed in capitalism and free markets, may be destroying us because big business doesn't believe in us or capitalism. They believe in themselves. So why should we support them? Damn, that's Republican Party heresy. Nah, not for me. I have no allegiance to Republicans who have no allegiance to our principles. You're worse than the Democrats. At least the Democrats don't try to fake it and be like one of us. You're an infiltrator, a poser. You know, growing up in Glendale, Queens, one of the worst things you could be called was a poser. Everybody knew a poser, right? Talk about all the fights he's been in, how much his car costs, how many girlfriends he had, you know, the poser. Dating like 72 chicks, man. Really, guy doesn't even have a girlfriend. My car, I bought that car, 40 grand. Really, it's funny. I served for sale last week for 10. You know the posers, right? It's the worst thing you can be called. The Democrats, party opposers. Now, the Democrats come back to that because I know some of you liberals listening will be like, wow, Donald Trump did that. Well, did he? That's interesting. Did he really do that? Donald Trump ran as a politician, right? What did he promise you? He built the wall, built it. Not as much as we could have, but built that wall. Oh, he didn't? And what is Joe Biden pledging to stop the construction on? The wall that Donald Trump didn't build? Just checking. Said he would appoint conservative judges. We got 234 of them and three Supreme Court justices. Check. Tax cut, he promised. Check. Growing economy, we had for the first time in eight years, because Obama couldn't reach a 3% GDP growth, got those tax cuts. Promised deregulation, we got that. Promised a pro-life agenda. We got that. So yeah, I'm just checking. Was he really the poser or was that you guys the whole time? Just asking. So again, on the optimistic note, how we're finally starting to catch on that fealty to big business and the Republican brand was probably a bad idea. Maybe we should start seeking out candidates instead of which candidates, instead of the label candidates label themselves. We're figuring it out. Look at this story. Washington Examiner. Republicans across the country are pushing for stricter voting rules after the 2020 election. Folks, I'm not, no one's declaring victory here. I'm not suggesting to you, oh my gosh, look, the disastrous 2020 election, problem solved. I am not telling you that. I'm telling you that there is a renaissance right now happening amongst patriots and liberty lovers throughout the United States that are starting to figure it out in mass numbers. That we have to dump the sellouts in our party for more principled people. 
that the Trump era and the path we took out there, listen, there were some downsides too. It was way too much government spending and that's got to change. Those are our principles. Our principles are we don't want the government spending money it doesn't have. We can't just abandon it because it was Trump. But overall, we aligned with a candidate who finally, finally, whether it was transactional or not is irrelevant, Trump, who enacted our ideas rather than talked about it. I told you that this 2022 election for congressmen and senators throughout the country, that the two things that'll matter are tech tyranny and voting uh, free and fair elections and voter integrity measures. You're now seeing it. Why? Because you're calling your assemblymen, your delegates, your state senators, your congressmen, your senators, you're doing and you're learning. You're calling them and saying, hey, where are you on fixing our voter laws so we can have free and fair elections? And they're hearing it. Why do you think, by the way, that article, you should read it. It talks about three states, Georgia, Arizona, and Pennsylvania, how Republicans in those states are now starting to clean up their elections. You may say, Dan, it's too late. We already lost. Folks, it's never too late. Remember, an enemy is only vanquished when they consider themselves so. It's only too late if you consider yourself vanquished. I don't. I'm not willing to give up. I have had a tidal wave of bad news. You have no idea. I'm not even remotely close to the red line give up meter. Life is meaningless otherwise. What's the point? Not ready to give up and you shouldn't be either. You know, folks, I'm going to have to cover this tomorrow. You know what? I'll cover one screenshot from it. Fair enough, Paul, and we'll cover the other one tomorrow. Speaking of what, I just told you how we're waking up and Republicans are discovering now the good ones. Voter integrity and big tech are the two big issues for 2022. Don't even talk about anything. I love taxes, spending, I love it. Without fixing big tech tyranny so that we could speak and our elections will never win again. Those are the issues in 2022. Everybody needs to have the horse blinders on. There is a fascinating article in the Wall Street Journal, one of the best I've read in a long time, about how big tech gets around using Section 230, their censorship of conservatives, and how the Constitution, this is the headline of the piece, can actually crack Section 230. This piece is by Philip Hamburger. Subtitle is, Tech Tech Companies Think the Statute 230 Allows Them to Censor with Impunity. The law is seldom so simple. Here's the first screenshot from the piece. How liberals, again, who were supposed to, you know, at one point supposed to be big advocates for the ACLU and civil liberties and the ability to speak, they're not. They're active totalitarian censors now. Republicans are on the side of free speech, dialogue, a free media. That's just a fact. Democrats like Brian Stelter are totalitarians. They want every single opinion that questions their gaslighting crushed so they can lie to you with impunity. And the tech companies do their dirty deed for them. So the liberal comeback is, it's not a First Amendment issue. These are private companies. Ah, au contraire to the Wall Street Journal piece. Quote, instead, the danger lies in the statutory protection for massive companies that are akin to common carriers and function as public forums. I'll translate this for you in a minute. This guy's talking about 230. The First Amendment protects Americans even in privately owned public forums. Oh, oh, liberals hadn't heard that before. Such as company towns. And the law ordinarily obliges common carriers to serve all customers on terms that are fair, reasonable, and non-discriminatory. Here, however, it's the reverse. Being unable to impose the full breadth of Section 230 censorship, Congress protects the companies so they can do it. This article's brilliant. There were so many highlights from it. Candidly, it was tough to pick just two screenshots. I'll cover it more again tomorrow and I'll get to the second half of this because this section proves right here in the quick translation that what the Democrats, their liberal buddies, their media allies and the elites, the them, we're the us, the actual working class in America, what they're doing to us in the name of combating misinformation is actually a full-blown censorship campaign run by government officials who can't do it themselves because of the Bill of Rights. So they're deputizing Twitter and Facebook to do it for them and how there is a ton of legal precedent. That's what this piece covers, showing how you can't do that. You can't as the government ban political speech, but then because you can't do it, use your AOC and Ro Khanna Democrats Twitter account 
to encourage private companies to do the same. Ladies and gentlemen, there is a wide breadth and body of legal precedent how this is entirely illegal to do. You can't empower parts of the United States Code, Section 230, to allow private companies to do what you can't do yourself. Censor political voices. Not going to work. I'll get to the second part of this tomorrow. And tomorrow, I'll give you, some of you may not want to hear this. You know I'm on your team. But I want you to be better debaters. So what makes me a better debater is giving you both sides, even when the other side is kind of stupid. I'm going to give you the other side of the GameStop story. I've given you our side, how they've rigged the system. Well, there's no question. Wall Street rigs the system. They short a stock. They go on TV. They talk down a stock. Wall Street folks make a lot of money, give the money back to Democrats. Democrats and, and, and then leave and go back to work for Wall Street. Then Wall Street Democrats then go back and leave to work for the government to enact new laws that benefit Wall Street. Remember, it's to them. But I do want to give you the other side of this tomorrow so that you have, you can already think ahead what the liberals and the them class is going to say when you talk about the GameStop story. Don't miss tomorrow's show. Folks, couple asks. I always appreciate it if you make us uh, the Bongino Report. That is, it's BonginoReport.com, BonginoReport.com. If you make us your home for morning news, it is the best conservative online newspaper type device you'll find out there. It's your alternative to the Drudge Report, BonginoReport.com. Drudge has gone full left. Please check it out. Make it your uh, first stop every morning for news. Matt works really hard to get you the best conservative news stories of the day. BonginoReport.com. And please subscribe to my Rumble account. Do not watch the video on YouTube. It's nice. I'm seeing our YouTube views go down and Rumble views go through the roof. It's all free, of course. Rumble.com slash Bongino. Please subscribe today. We're well over 1.3 million followers on Rumble. Rumble.com slash Bongino. Check it out today. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.